back, 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 back. This time, Taylor told me I don't have to do anything. I could just sit here and she's going to take over. So let's go. I'm just going to run my mouth. Just kidding. Okay. So this week, this time, we're going to talk about Max. Not Mad Max. Not... Don't do that. <laughs> where the wild things are, Max. Not... <laughs> I don't know of any other Maxes in pop culture, but... I know there are a ton. We're talking about, <laughs> in parentheses, HBO outside parentheses, Max. The superior streaming. Actually, no, I think... I was going to say, choice, wow, not you saying that the home of 90 Day Fiance is superior. <laughs> I'm, I'm so upset that now I have to associate that with <laughs> the likes of Succession. <laughs> R.I.P., by the way. <laughs> All right. Well, the successor is the HBO Max, Max, Discovery Plus. All the <laughs> girls have come into one. And now you're going to accidentally watch some content that otherwise you wouldn't have seen. And I Which feel I have like already. I was going to say, I know it's already happened. But before we talk about that, let's hop into a time machine um, mm-hmm. to two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where you were, what you were doing, but, uh, you know, HBO Max, the app, uh, was mm-hmm. shut down and mm-hmm. you had Sadly, to, RIP. RIP, you had to open up the new Max app. So my first yes. question for you is like, what was that like? Cause I felt like on Twitter people, some people were going through it. I had no issues at all. Yeah. What happened with you? I, well, so I read. So that's oh. first. So I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> what happens to people is people don't read. Uh-oh. And yes, I will say when you opened, I thought that my app was going to automatically convert to the Max okay. app. That didn't right. happen, obviously. And when I went to click it, it told me I needed to go to the app store and download the Max app, which took two seconds. Did you, do you have a smart TV, uh, Apple I have TV? a smart TV. Okay. Yeah. Duh, of course. So when I, I clicked it, it was like, otherwise. uh, this is dead. So oh. <laughs> you better go on over to the Samsung <laughs> app store and figure this out. Okay. Okay. So I did that like an adult. Oh. <laughs> wow. Clicked it. Really slanderous. <laughs> clicked it. Downloaded the Max app. And there was a new jingle. I don't know how I feel about the new color. I think I like the old color. I guess it'll grow on me. I don't even... I'm going to be so honest. Maybe I'm just a ditzy girl, trademark. Um, it looks the same. <laughs> it like, does purple, it, look, purple, it looks blue. less purple. More blue. Hi. Okay. Um, I mean, so when we called each other to do this episode, I turned on my TV and I muted it and I opened the Max app so that I could navigate it if I needed to. So I am looking at the blue... And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that is different, but it's not so different that I was like, I have thoughts. Yeah, it's not opinions. insane where I'm going to throw yeah. a fit like people on Twitter did. Not about the blue. <laughs> so, so I, so I okay. opened it. You opened it. Were you, account, were you already logged in? We're logged in, which was okay. really cool. That's what I that Thank you. I didn't need to re-log in. Cause it just opened up. I was like. Shout out tech team. Tech team? I was like, okay, all right, tech. Look at technology, <laughs> technology. <sighs> okay. And okay. I went to my account and it told me to make a little photo. 
on my account. I was like, this is new. I'll pick an avatar. Oh, is it? Because I paid for my account. It's like um, Peacock does that too. So I was like, okay, I'll pick uh, a little avatar. Okay. Well, I, but I, okay, maybe I'm, you know what's hard is like some of these features maybe feel unique to you, but I'm like, I don't know if they feel unique to me because it feels like some of this is like, this ain't new. A copy, yeah, of yeah. what was on Discovery, maybe. Yeah, for sure. You You're probably right. I mean? like, You're probably right. You're as probably. someone who, like, as someone who, and honestly, that time, might be why the tech is so fluid. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "We're gonna." The take Discovery the people bus. took over. Because yes. <laughs> honestly, like, I'm looking right now, and I do. Th- I I didn't try to edit the photos because I just uh, literally like it did not even occur to me. Um, but I do, that. yeah, I do think that it's kind of cool that like the avatars are all, there's just so many different things you can choose. They are. Yeah. I, but, I spent a solid three and a half minutes looking for What one. did you go with? I went with a character from The Last of Us, actually. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. Um, I'm, <laughs> Very on yeah. brand. Okay. Tracks. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm scrolling through. I'm still scrolling through now. Most of these are avatars for HBO properties, which is interesting. Like there's a TLC, a Food Network, an HGTV, and a Magnolia, but like the other maybe 20 choices. Yeah, are they're like, like HBO. We only shows. care about the HBO people. Don't do that. Um, and it's interesting that they're succession... the ones kicking and screaming that this is a bad thing. So we have to make make That's everything up to they have to coddle the baby no literally though it's <laughs> to pacify the babies but the white lotus characters are only from this most recent season also, yeah the season two why would anyone choose to be valentina the hotel manager like i know anybody, you can be i'm like this i would make no sense okay <laughs> um but anyway oh and there's a shark week Mm-hmm. And a crikey, it's that, the Irwins, so. but like those are just animals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so okay. Yeah, I I didn't notice that. So that's actually really an interesting point um that mm-hmm. you're bringing up. I was like, okay, today's max day. And I wasn't really that pressed to convert because I was like, I don't want to contribute to the data of how many people converted the account. Look at you. Um you're so terrible. Just because you work <laughs> in the industry doesn't mean you have to do that. I mean, Let the listen, statistics go. Mm, no. So I wasn't going <laughs> to do it, but then I was like, oh, dang it. Oh, David Zaslav got me. Got there was you. a documentary that I wanted to watch that dropped that day. So I was like, mm. you got to just was do it. it. The uh, Bama Rush. It was about, Oh, yeah, I did watch that. Yes. Wow. Chaos. Um, chaos. Okay. Did you? I was like, I got to do this. And I had told everyone on Instagram that I was going to watch it. And then I decided to like live like Instagram story, my experience. So I was like, you just got to, like, I got to do it. So I did download. uh, I also have a smart TV. I have a fire stick and and my other TV and I've not converted that. That just Mm -hmm. feels annoying. But I was kind (laughs) of shocked when I opened my TV I didn't even have to go to the store. There was just a little pop-up on the bottom of oh, my Samsung cool. where like, you know, like when you like hit whatever button and like yep. all of your uh-huh. apps show up yep. Well, on my particular TV, there are often like, sometimes they change and sometimes they don't, but they will be mm-hmm. like, 
here are like some like popular shows or like shows mm-hmm. that you maybe, you know, can just click right into instead yeah, of yeah, opening yeah. the Netflix app. Like just click on this button and we'll take you straight to all American or whatever. Um, Look at tech so tech in. it tacked because there was a max banner and I just clicked on it. Wow. I didn't have to search for it anything. And when I opened it, it downloaded. And then I opened that, you know, actual app and I don't pay for this because well, who can pay for everything in this economy? But my friend and her little accounts were all popped up and it was mm-hmm. so interesting. I think when I first opened it, um, the continue watching obviously were all things that like, I was like, mm, yeah, these are all things that I've watched or I've noticed, but mm-hmm. it was just funny because I was like, none of the shows that I watch, obviously, on Discovery have popped up in my continue watching. So I was mm. like, I'm going to have to like train my algorithm a little bit. Yeah. That's to happening know, to me too. Yeah. What Discovery shows I like. Yeah. So Which what I Discovery guess kind of makes sense though. Yeah. Yeah, because this, this isn't the account. Like, how's I, it going to know? I wish that when you did Max, and this would not be a problem for me, so maybe it's not even I wish, but the thing that I maybe would have done differently, I would have been, like, log into, like, I would have given people the choice to log in through an existing HBO account or Discovery Plus account. Mm. Maybe I don't know a password for one. Or mm-hmm. if you're like me, like, I've got the algorithm for the discovery stuff is harder, I think, because mm-hmm. to train, because like they've got like a wider, you know, like range of content. Exactly. So to me, it just would be easier to be like, let me go off of that. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't pay for both. I only pay for discovery. So, right. you know, <laughs> you know. Now, well, now you got both. For, yeah, I was like, now I need to make sure I'm not paying for Discovery anymore. Yeah, that was my qu- next question to you: is as someone that had bo- or has the Discovery property, are you paying Discovery price for Max? Because uh, I'm still paying HBO price. No, for Max. I think I think it stays the same until the end of the year, and then we get an increase. Okay, but let's see. I'm opening my Discovery app on my TV right now. And what was loading. the Discovery at? Seven ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Yeah, wow! To everyone who just listened to me drink, but yeah, it's four ninety nine, and that's why I'm like, as annoying as that man is to me, it real. This really was a brilliant move because, you know, how many seasons of one thing? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I just am like you could. You could pay four ninety nine and not even watch every episode of House Hunters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you would be like one month. I could be that. That could be my one thing, and you're still like, oh, got more to go. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's just like one show on one network. Yeah, no, um, you're right. That's very. But true. it looks like my. I've not opened it since. Oh, since lo- the merger. Yeah, I, so right now I'm in the... Um, Were you an avid user of that app? Yeah, I watch it. Uh, I spend about four hours every Monday gotcha. watching Discovery. Um, and I... Because, like, they do... Um, 
90 Day Fiance typically has like two or three like versions running at a time. Mm-hmm. And they're like an hour and a half. So, you know, and on Mondays, I'm like, I don't really have a ton of meetings. So it's kind of easy to like throw in the background while I work or do whatever. Cause and mm-hmm. Sunday night's their big night. So I definitely spend a lot of time there for that. Um, mm-hmm. But what's really interesting is, excuse me, I knew that. So right now there's, there's two 90 days that I have been watching and one of them just ended. And now that I've opened up my app, they've started an, a new season of like a different version in the franchise. Cause there's like six or seven. So this one is yeah. before the 90 days. And I know that this just came out, but within the discovery app, it says that this is a new episode and it is. So they're still maintaining the discovery app. That's like, interesting. You, you know what you I mean? You know what that says like, to me? What that says to me is the discovery app was running way smoother than the, than the HBO app. HBO. Cause yeah, I'm like, this is season six of a, of a show. I'm trying to open it up. And there's what one episode that the, aired yesterday. The layout. Is it similar to, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little, it, this is, this feels like a true, like test of genetics, right? Like, mm-hmm. so right now I'm in the discovery app still. Right. And when you log in, at the top, there's a banner of like different like genres. And mm-hmm. the first one is for you. The next one is relationship, lifestyle, true crime, documentaries, food, home. And if there's more than that, I just can't see it. Like I just am not scrolling that far. And then mm-hmm. be- beneath the banner of like whatever show they're like pushing, you know, for your for you based on what you've watched, there's a featured section. There's a continued watching section and then they start breaking out into the like little collections. Happy mm-hmm, Pride mm-hmm. Month, uh, Explore Discovery Plus, Crazy in Love, Real People, Real Stories, Just Added. So, and, and much like with the Max app where I know that Max also has like those buckets of collections. It's, yeah, but they uh, weren't as the way you're, saying it though which i have noticed now that it is yes i was gonna say this feels like the and now i'm opening up the max app this feels like they pulled from that like sort of um like collections because it used to just be like new this week what you're watching like teen titans harry potter collection like um but now that i've opened up yeah they kept the first three the same within Max, right? Continued watching, then it was for you, and then it was my list. Mm-hmm. Um, featured and like just those. added. Those but then towards the bottom, that's when they kind of start pulling. Meet your next obsession um, is a bucket on mine. Because you watch Succession, popular TV, must-see Max, documentaries. It's giving... You know, Netflix, which is not a bad thing. Because before the HBO Max app was very rigid. Yeah, and one of the categories, like the buckets, become an ID, i.e. the ID meaning um, investigation discovery, armchair detective. And then they've got several true crime documentaries. But like, that's what they've named it. They've named it, you know, 
or there's all the LOLs and it's like Big Bang Theory, Clown High, Living Single. Um, it's interesting. New episodes this week is all the way at the bottom, which feels kind of chaotic. And I don't know about you. One of the biggest issues that I'm kind of having is like, and maybe we just need some time. So maybe I just have to be patient, but like, I feel like the algorithm or like, not the algorithm, the way that it like sorts TV shows into these buckets, like just Mm -hmm. don't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, you tell me, was that a part of Discovery's sort of way of doing things? The buckets are definitely Discovery. Like Discovery is big on collections, but like when I look up, let's see. Okay. Become an ID armchair detective, right? Like, okay. Uh So Right here, the title I'm like is throwing me into investigation discovery. The very first documentary in this collection is Jared from Subway catching a monster, and then the second title I is how to create. I've seen it. Um, it, good? it is interesting. Um, well, like, you know what I'm watching. Yeah, it's this just is what I, this is what I'm talking about. I couldn't be too mad at the <laughs> discovery stuff because there's some of this stuff I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll click. Mm-hmm. They actually, I met this girl. She follows me on Instagram and she DM'd me. Um, but she works in the she works for investigation discovery and um or like it's not it's not just investigation, but like she worked for Discovery like uh plus and was mm-hmm. working on the original like documentaries team. And like she and I were talking and I was like, yeah, like your team really like is doing way better than when I worked there pre-app because I'm Mm -hmm. like, you're like stories, they're picking stories to be told that like aren't, there aren't already documentaries of. Yeah. yeah, Like when the Aaron Hernandez doc came out on Netflix, like Discovery did one like a month later and I was like, too late. We've missed the window. Uh But like they have um, some really good documentaries on, uh, discovery like i'm looking right now there's like one about glee and like sort of all the like weird stuff that's happened around that there's um the chippendales like is really good it's way better than the uh scripted one that they did for uh hulu there's uh something really good on here i'll have to find it i don't remember what it was about but um Oh, Hillsong, right? Like they did a Hillsong church one and like Hulu just released a Hillsong doc like two weeks ago, but this Hillsong one has been here for like, you know, almost a year. So mm-hmm. I think that like they're pretty good at new content. And so bucketing some of these together makes sense, like under the becoming an ID armchair detective. But like one of the ones where I was like, this is crazy. This doesn't even make any sense. Um, is keep scrolling up. Meet your next obsession, and I don't know. I'm curious, like if everyone's meet your next obsession is like the same group, you know, of docs. But yeah. like in this collection, 
I'm just going to read you the first few titles and you're going to understand what I mean. So meet your next, uh, next obsession. First in this little home screen collection, Jared from Subway catching a monster. Uh-huh. The next one, House of Hammer, which also I've seen. It's about Army Hammer. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. The third one is unprecedented. It's a picture of Donald Trump with his four children <laughs> that's, behind that's him. It's a very eclectic group of Okay, wait. Content. Hold, please hold. Diners, drive-ins, and <laughs> dives. I love diners, though, but this is a very uh, Again, this is my thing about <laughs> Discovery, and this is not actually not a knock on Discovery. There's so much content. Yeah. It's going to take the HBO viewer a second or two to get used to this. Like, I think what's going to be, I think that their documentary stuff is going to do really well, right? Like, you're going to see something like Jared from Subway, House of Hammer. Like, you're going to see that and you're going to be like, boom, bam, I'll take it. Because you're not going to be like, what is this? But Mm -hmm. like, in the same list that I've just listed, like, there's a show called Milf Manor. Um, I've heard of this. Which, honestly, Wilde's dating show premise have seen several episodes. I've heard that show is crazy. <laughs> it is. It's kind of nuts. And I, now you have access to it. But like Thousand Pound Sisters, Seeking Brother Husband, Sister Wives, like all of these things are mixed in. And like it's interesting too, like there's so much more content on the discovery side that when I look at this your next obsession, I'm like, there's probably 25 like titles here. I think yeah. two of them are HBO. But yeah, that's the thing. I ask you, do you think the algorithm as we go along is going to learn your behavior and then cater the your next obsession to things you would likely watch? I hope so, but like I just because like right that, now it's just throwing stuff out because right. people just open the app. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Right. I hope so, but I don't know. Like, I think that they're gonna have to. I think what they really need to do is like have like a really good tagging system, mm-hmm. like internally behind the scenes. Um. And I think that like I don't know if he's gonna want to do it, but I'm like, my guy, you're gonna need to pay people. Like you're gonna need Ew. a team. We don't do that. <laughs> you're gonna need a team of people to do this, like to keep up. You know, Why do you wanted to pay people. I know. How dare I? You know, how Zaslav, not about that. Dare, no, he said not in this. But you know what's so empty? And now this is where things also get interesting. So, um, I will not be watching The Idol. For a gajillion reasons. Um, I'm going to be the one that comes back and reports. Okay, please, because... Me and my I, the seven other viewers. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that. I actually think that there's like an interesting conversation to be had around that, so we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but when you go to the idol and you mm-hmm. click on you may also like, it's really interesting to see what they've categorized here mm-hmm. and like based off of what I've seen of this list, some of this makes sense. So there's like, and some of it I haven't seen, but I'm like, it still makes sense. So like they did a David Bowie doc makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. That movie that 
what's his name? Mid nineties. One of the, one of the, one of the white men who we know from, it's like Shia LaBeouf or like the man, Seth Rogen. Like one of them did this movie mid nineties. Um, I'm like, okay, fine. That kind of makes sense. Oh, that was Seth. Love. Or, uh, okay. Or- But you know who I'm talking about. Like one of them Mm -hmm. made that movie Mm -hmm. and like that's under the You May Like for the Idol. Love and Death Mm -hmm. is under under this list. Um, I think that makes sense too. Okay, I'm going to go through the HBO shows. Rain Dogs, a show called Ugly, Smartless on the Road. The movie they should have, Spring. You know what they should have in there is Spring Breakers. I don't know. If they I was. Have oh that. my gosh! Literally, I just was trying to say that, and then you said it. I was oh like a gosh. movie spur, and you were like, you know, they should, yeah, Spring Breakers is here because that makes Adonis, sense. A Donner Summers doc, Girls, Industry, Bama Rush. I, um, I don't think that fits at all. Magic Mike, How to Create a Sex Scandal in Reality. But then what's interesting. Is the House of Hammer Doc is in here, and I think that makes sense. Um, mm. Now, what doesn't make sense? Kendra sells Hollywood. Um, <laughs> They're just trying is, to promote that. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, there's Shout a doc- out to Kendra, I guess. <laughs> there's a documentary called. That's not the an Curious- HBO show. That's I'm assuming that's a Discovery show. I actually don't know. That I think like you're right. Don't do that. Not That's y'all's now. thing. Oh my gosh, why are you being classist? <laughs> you people! <laughs> Got nothing to do with us. Uh, so maybe, but right? like, So it's just interesting that like, here's this new HBO show, and it seems like the You May Also, oh, the other two is on here. That Donald Trump mm-hmm. show, Unprecedented, is on here. Um, Hillsong, the documentary I was talking about, is here. And some of the other stuff is like maybe a little bit more niche, but like some of this feels pretty accurate, right? Like, yeah. but it's interesting that HBO show and most of the You May Likes are HBO shows. Like, I don't know if they yeah. figured out how to cross promote. Not yet, because they don't want to jump scare the elitists. <laughs> AKA you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm more amiable than some of my other counterparts. Because okay. like I I will look at a like I said like that uh, the subway guy I'm to, I'm my interest to. is peaked <laughs> throwing a fixer upper in there okay come a on. hometown <laughs> yes hometown Nate Pierce <laughs> <laughs> okay so we can get you your you can your get me open. you're not gonna get me with ninety day fiance I'm not I clicking mean, that. Listen, one day it's going to sneak up on you and you're going to be like, this is crazy. And I'm gonna that don't like, sound like something I will watch. Welcome. I'm really trying to tell you. I'm really trying to tell you. One day, maybe we'll do an episode where we have to agree, but I think your show's going to be 90 Day Fiance. Uh, we both watch <laughs> one show and we report back <laughs> on if it broke us. Like, And it's a show from the uh, Max app. Uh, how, many episodes, how many seasons that show is there? It's got to be a ton, huh? Let me say something. Haven't they made like sequels and shit? Okay, here we go. We got 90 Day Fiance. I don't even know. Do you know Do you know the the basic premise? Like the two sentence log? Yeah, I just that know that someone uh, like goes to find a fiance abroad and they come to the US and they have 90 days to get married or no. to go back home, right? 
I mean, you're like, you're like 80% there. People typically are like, I went on vacation or I found someone online. We're in love. It takes months, if not years to get approved for the K-1 visa, mm-hmm. which is the visa that you bring someone here. And you do have 90 days to decide whether or not you're going to get married. But typically like these are people that have like been in a relationship or like whatever that means, whatever that looks like for mm-hmm. years right? Like Mm. years. And so a lot of it really is about the like culture shock, right? Of someone being like, I'm going to come to America and I'm going to live big. And their partner's like, you can't work until you get a green card. You're not going to get a green card for like a year. Like, so it's really interesting. It's more about the like dynamics of these relationships, but there's 90 day fiance about just the 90, like they, they have applied, they have the visa, their fiance is coming, they live here. Mm -hmm. Then there's before the 90 days, which is about couples who are applying for the, the visa but haven't gotten it. So, like, Lord. it takes months, months, months. There's six seasons of that because the six season just started last night. There's 90-day fiancé the other way, which is where Americans go to the other country, which oh. typically is just chaos because they're like, there's this one woman and she's like, I don't like... I don't want to, I don't like to being told to cover up and I want to be able to wear what I want to wear. Sweetie, your fiance is Egyptian. I don't know what you thought this was going to be. I don't know what. (laughs) Wrong country, sis. Yeah, you did not pick the right. Then there's like some other ones where it's like love and paradise, where it's just like people are like going back and forth. I don't necessarily engage yet, but like maybe Mm. they met on vacation. And Mm. then they do um, something that's kind of interesting is they do uh, reaction shows, which are pillow talks. So they'll have couples who are on previous seasons watching and live reacting to a current season. Mm -hmm. And then they stitch it together. And so it's like, it's it's a really big catalog. And like, fun fact, when Discovery Plus was just launching, one of the things that was discussed was like, do we want to pull 90 day fiance from TV entirely to drive people to the app? And honestly, they ended up not doing it, but I a hundred percent believe that they could have done it and they would have been able to sustain themselves because there's always mm-hmm. two shows on at a time. Mm-hmm. So like you're and constantly people be watching like, all these shows. I do. <laughs> You're like, it is me, me. Yeah. I will watch before the 90 (laughs) days. It's an hour and a half. And then as soon as that's over, I will watch Pillow Talk where people are watching the same episode I'm watching that were on previous seasons and they talk about it. And that's also like an hour and a half. I will spend three hours watching these things. Today I had to watch Summer House Martha's Vineyard, aka Summer House Black People at the Beach. That's what I call it. Um, (laughs) But that's a Bravo property. Um, I see. But yeah, anyway, so it's just to say that, like, I think that that's really interesting. And there is such an audience and a fan base that they were able to do that. Um, They didn't, but I think they could have. Like, it really had me as an employee being like, oh, well, okay. Guess we're paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're paying for it. Um, Okay. Are, Are there any other things about this that you like don't like is there anything you started watching that you wouldn't have watched like what's the impact been for you 
The of. immediate thing, I mean, I've talked about it all the time. I think the immediate thing I've started watching are the home improvement shows because I love home improvement shows and I watch them on Netflix and some of the HGTV ones are finally on here and I love that. So definitely going to continue watching those. Do you know any of them by name? I'm like, what are you uh, that level well, of fandom yet or no? Hometown's the first one. Yes, yes, yes. I the love Nakers. Hometown. You used it's to a watch Hometown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to watch Hometown before. I'm, I'm pretty sure I started over once Max and... Not you like... saying I got to go back and start from the top. Yep. <laughs> Fixer Upper, I'm like, I used to dip my toe in, so maybe I'll watch. Because I know they have like... Uh... They have their own network. I know. So I, I know there's like a whole Magnolia thing. Yeah. Um, I saw there's a show on there called Homegrown with a black lady. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> okay. Um, Bar is low. So the home black improvement lady. stuff, I know for sure I'm gonna watch. Okay. Um, the other stuff, it's tough. I don't know. I mean, I still mostly still go on there for my elitist shows. So Succession just ended. Barry just ended. Um, the Idol just started. I just haven't had time over the last couple of weeks, but. Um, it. I thought it was going. What we had said is exactly what happened. They just put the HBO in a tab, which it looked mm-hmm. like they did. And so, like, if people really just want to see HBO content, you can just click the HBO tab. I've never just even, see I've HBO never content. even clicked it. Never even clicked yeah. It. And that's the thing. It's like it's for the people that like are absolutely anti. Yeah. <laughs> Discovery. But like, why would you? you? Just go to your home channel. This honestly looks. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm looking at it now and I'm like, this looks like, you know, regular, regular HBO. Yeah. It's just all your HBO. What's like, what's the fun in that? I, I think that if we're just being honest, I think that if you like documentaries, the overlap between the two apps. It'll work. It's going to be the documentary. Exactly. For sure. I, a woman with range, (laughs) like I do watch, I watch Barry and I watch 90 Day. Uh, So I'm just like, breast play, what's that? (laughs) Um, But I get it that I, this may not. I'm a fan. As long as the app doesn't crash, which it doesn't look like, it actually has gotten smoother and quicker. Okay. It's gotten faster because from the time that it used to load, on my TV to the time that I got to the home screen, it used to be egregiously long, which is the thing I always talk about why Netflix will always be a superior streaming platform. From the time you click the Netflix icon to the time you go on a show, it could be literally 0.5 seconds. (laughs) They get you on the app so quick. Not even that. They get you on the app and they immediately start auto-playing something. Something. Immediately. And I'll give and that's, you... That's the thing. I'll that's, give you that. I, The other tech people cannot figure out. The Amazon app is the worst to use. It takes 17 minutes to get on it. <laughs> okay, it opens Amazon app. Yeah, it is loading. It's so you, long! Well, it's also funny. It loads. It's the little loading arrow. And then I have to look at the Amazon logo on my TV for like yes. three seconds. And yes. then I have to wait for it to open yes. up all the accounts. <laughs> and then I have to wait for it to load. Yes. It, That's I, a I long not, time in 2023. 
I never thought of that. Like I, I've never paid attention to that loading time. User experience it, is a huge thing. I guess I agree. I just have never thought about what the that experience is on Prime. Um, yeah. But it's, also, it's consistently always been the worst. Um, HBO has gotten much better. You can like fast forward stuff without it crashing now. Like I think the Discovery Tech people or whatever they did with this new version of this app is significantly smoother to the point that I've noticed. And if I uh, notice, okay. it means that's a good thing. So my thing against, my like challenge against that, I was watching something that was like a little too dark, honestly. And I feel like it was <laughs> my app telling me, girl, do not watch this. Um, but I got stuck on a loading. Yeah, it still screen. happens. And that's the and thing. Again, the girls cannot figure out what Netflix juice is over there. I was Netflix, like, you could fast forward, rewind, pause, I, leave, I, come back, <laughs> like whatever. And it all happens so quickly, so fast. Yeah, no, you're right. This is a little bit of a crazy, let's open. And also my TV is integrated with uh, Netflix and Amazon buttons. But mm -hmm. also something else that's interesting is now I just opened the Netflix app and it just took me straight to the page with the accounts. That was it. Yep. And it did start auto playing. And I do yep. think that it don't need the, to run the Netflix logo for you. It exactly. already knows you That's know what, I'm what it is. I know what I opened. <laughs> I was here. Hulu, Hulu is Hulu and HBO Max are like kings of that. They need to run you, you the logo animation. I know something. the app. I use somebody else's Hulu and I got her locked out of changing her location because every time I open that app, it goes, hi, Natalie, we see you're not at home. Do you want to use the library? And every time I go, yes, use the library, but I have accidentally sat on my remote and been like, no, update my home location. And they only let you change your location four times a year. And guess who changed the home location for the fourth time a month ago? Me. So I said, Natalie, I will log off. Because <laughs> she pays for, I think, live. Mm -hmm. So the home location basically just gives you, you know, access to the live content. But also, yeah. you know what else I like about Netflix that I think Max needs to figure out? And maybe I'm thinking of this as like the base. Well, first of all, I think the top 10 in, is genius. Genius. Yeah, so good. So good. I have and no one can you. do it. In, no one can do it anymore because like people will know you're copying it. And that's fine. Copy. This is that's why no, that's why no the platforms have done it because it's too it's too TM. It's too trademarky. Listen, it's not like trademark oh, categories or do whatever. It. The top ten is too good. It's too. It's good. I accidentally watched Exo Kitty, <laughs> <laughs> which is about a little girl who. Applies to a, a a boarding school in Korea to go visit her boyfriend, surprise him, and he doesn't know she's coming. And she shows up, and there is some mess. Um, but it was it was in the top ten, and I watched it, and then I watched the whole thing, and then they were like, "Oh, this is a spinoff of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Have you seen that?" And I was like, "Nope." Press play. So like, <laughs> basically, they got me with a ten episode show plus two out of three of the movies. Because of the top 10. But uh, I'm also watching Arnold Schwarzenegger's new show because of the top 10. 
But I am now watching All American because of the top ten. Um, Look at I'm you. I'm really in they, teenager they business. In. They got me the top ten. But what I was going to say is the thing that Netflix also does well that I'm like, this is what everyone else is missing. I like that they have the top 10 icons on the posters. And then Mm -hmm. I also like that they say new episode, new season, and like new season, like new episode weekly or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because on... It's so hard on the Max app, something I struggle with. Max... HBO used to only really have releases on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So whenever you would see new episode, oh, this is like mainly like what came out either on Friday or Sunday. But because Discovery is like, we got new episodes on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, like every day of the week they have something. Whenever I see new episode, especially if I don't know what it is, I'm just like, well, I don't even know what days to come back here to watch the next episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, for sure. It's like, that's like a merging of two culture points that like, I think is kind of hard. And like, if you are someone who maybe only had one app, like labeling shows new season might be helpful for someone who's like, oh, what is euphoria? I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Here's a new season. You know what I, I mean? Like that's like, an easy thing to do. So easy. Because I'm looking at Netflix and they have new seasons and they have new episodes. Watch now. New episodes weekly. Like, thank you. (laughs) That's it. That's all I need. And I also think that the like layout of information is helpful on Netflix because like letting me know what year something came out at the top uh, is also helpful because I'm like, is this? you know, it from 2018 or like it from 19, whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> you're like, I don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't. I watched the new one and was like, oh, this was a choice and it was not the correct oh, one. So I will not be tuning in for Welcome to Dairy or whatever they're calling the spinoff show. Um, I'll not be doing that. I will not be there. Uh, but something, some place that you will be is the idol. Yes, and, uh, what have you heard about it? What? I've heard it what? sucks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Straight up. I've heard straight up. I've heard it's bad. I've heard the show. Well, you're still going to watch even it. Even for the people that were like, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of controversy, but I'll check it out. Cause like. This is not the first HBO raunchy show to come out. This is actually not the first at all. I don't know. But HBO tend to like, yeah, it's raunchy, but like, it's good. But this is arguably, I've been told, one of the worst products they've put out in years. Uh, Are you familiar with its Rotten Tomato score? I didn't even bother, but I wouldn't surprise if in the single digis. Oh, okay. It's not in the single digis. It's not. What is it, 13, 15? It's at 29. That is. Yikes. But you know what's so funny? If you go to Google and you type in the word rotten, one of the, just rotten, one of the auto populated answers is Rotten Tomatoes, the idol. I guess that kind of makes sense. Like, 
sure but like how often does something come out and then you can just type the word rotten the next day and then that show is the thing that like auto populates like i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that yeah because it was so um i remember when the media reviews started coming out um it was like a thing it was like people were even the the it was getting panned from critics left and right yeah, they're the and ones that gave it a 26. Yes. The audience has given it a 63. That which about tracks? And if the audience is giving Does you it? a 63, it means it sucks. Does it? Yes, because usually the media is more elitist than the audience because the audience accounts for not just people that our quote-unquote letterbox viewers, which I call like people that think that they're in the industry and everything they everything they watch is like premium. The audience is a mixture of like people that watch casually, people that like over-index in this kind of stuff. You're getting a, it's a better representation to me sometimes of certain kinds of content. And if the, and if your audience score is in the sixties, fifties, forties, that means. Sis, even the casual viewer was like, even people that can't critically know why something is bad, you know how like people watch stuff, they should watch stuff, it's popcorn stuff. They can't tell you why it's bad, they just know it's bad. This is chaotic, because now I'm looking up Exo Kitty. Uh-huh, what is that? Um, the, the critics- Oh, the thing you were just talking about. Yeah, the kids uh-huh. in Korea. The critics gave it an 82. The audience what? gave it a 59. Was that the... It's probably not. Okay, then let's see. I'm just like, let's just like bop around this website for a minute. Um, I'm trying to see who But you know is... that man is going to use that as like a badge of honor. Like, No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Because that's how so. he is. He's going to use it as like, the, the world wasn't ready for provocative women's stories or whatever the hell. I feel like, and this is what I was. This thinking. is what he did when people were panning Malcolm and Marie. He was like, "Y'all just don't get it." Yeah, but I think it's fine when you do that one time. But then the next thing is gonna be like, "Oh, so we just all don't get everything you make." Like, well, look at the mirror, come out with buddy. Euphoria and y'all gonna eat that up. First of all, or? I'm no, I'm off the bandwagon. I, like, I'm <laughs> so not interested in a single thing that this man has to do. Like, I did some light Googling of the idol when I was listening to, like, two podcasts. And I was like, the, even the people that were talking about this being good, I was like, your points don't even make any sense. Like, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I think that if we're just being honest, like, I think, I think this might be the end of his, his, I doubt it. his reign. I doubt I, it. I don't. I think that this is going to be... I think that... I don't think it's close. I think so. David Zaslav is not in the business of like spending the money on things that aren't performing well. he's well. not. he's not the type of creator David Zaslav goes after anyway. Because right, David Zaslav doesn't even like raunchy stuff. As but a, if, if as it's a not... If, but I'm sure that if it's performing well, he'll be like... He's going to go make indie stuff. He's going to go to like A24. And that's where those things land. He's going to go make, like, indie movies. Well, he can go make it at A24, but the girls at the Max will not be purchasing the licensing. I'll tell you that right now. Probably uh, not. 
But again, he already gave them what three, four seasons of Euphoria. No, two. Two. And now the third one is not coming until twenty twenty five. I know. I heard. Which is like so. I just am sort of like. You might be locked in. I don't know what the the specifics of contracts are, obviously. You might be locked in for season three of Euphoria, but buddy, I don't know that you're going to get the the ability to just write whatever you want for for Max. Like, Oh, I no. I think I, he's definitely done at Max. Yeah, and I, but I don't think that, like... I'm curious to see how the idol shakes out because also, like... Part of the reason I brought this up is we're recording this on Monday. It came out yesterday. You would think that when I opened the Max app today, that it would be the first show on the title card, like, you know, of like at the top, you know, and they, they give you a few to flip through. Mm-hmm. It was the second show. I opened the app twice. Because no one watched it. It was the second show. The first time I opened the app, the first show was Rick and Morty. <laughs> I was like, how embarrassing your show gets premiered and it gets put behind Rick and Morty. So yep. yeah, a 900 and what, 13 or 18,000 people watch the premiere. Yes. Seven people. <laughs> Which seemed to be funny eight. enough. HBO had been on a tear. Yeah. They had been uh, all the way dating back to all the way. Uh, House of Dragon between House of Dragon and then White Lotus, and then Last of Us, and then Succession, and then Barry. It was like 10 content out of... They were killing the game. The coveted 9 p.m. Sunday slot. And now they got this? Ugh. But you're going to watch it, so can you really have that much disgust? Yes, because I can watch your content and say your ass. Which I've always said about this person. He is not a good storyteller. He should go make music videos because his things look good, but he's not a good storyteller. Yeah, I think it's interesting. People talk about how like the original show was supposed to be about like Jocelyn, the singer, and like, you know, centering her and like empowering her. And that might have been a much better story to watch. Well, everyone who was working on it at the time was like, we were we were pressed. We were so excited. And then these two chuckleheads show up, and now this is what we got. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, and I heard the weekend it was terrible as an actor. Truly, uh, why did I see an article that said like, why is the weekend's acting so bad? I was like, why is that the name of the article? Like, <laughs> not this is crazy. Uh, but yeah, you'll have to report back because I Variety magazine, the idol flops, comma the weekend can't act. Thanks. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that it's just kind of interesting. This is a show that has the coveted slot. I think yeah, it's that- because they got none on right now. It, yeah, but they could have. <laughs> but my, uh, my other show is coming back. Um, they should have just waited and gave it that nine o'clock stock. Maybe they'll do that and just move it. Uh, well, this is Gemstones. Oh, that came back already, I think. Mm-mm. Comes back uh, June nineteenth, something like that. Oh, cause yeah, this is only six weeks. The idol. Oh, thank God. But I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like there's. It's just interesting that 
on the, the homepage, they tend to premiere HBO projects. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, right now, I just refreshed it and they've got a Discovery project, but it's like HBO things or it's like uh, And movies. it's not like people are starving for content. There's a ton of movies out right now. Yeah. So this is definitely going to go under the radar because the summer movies are kicking off this June uh, and that goes till probably end of July. So like if people really don't want to watch this, they won't. There's stuff out there to watch. Uh, and also a lot of stuff from theaters is making its way onto the apps right now. Uh, I Very just opened, quickly too. Yeah, I opened Prime and that Air movie is on there already. Oh yeah, that's really good. Um, I feel like we're not going to get Little Mermaid for a while, but, um, I think that there are going to be a couple of movies like, well, we're not going to get them within a normal, reasonable range. Cause they're right. just like, we're going to milk the box office. I'm looking at you, Barbie. Are you going to go see that? Hell yeah. I'm doing a double feature that day. Okay. Oppenheimer was... and Barbie. What is Oppenheimer about? It's about the guy that created the atom bomb. Oh. I want you to know, I literally had no idea what the movie was about. Like, yeah. in you saying that, that is the most information that I have learned about, <laughs> it's about that film. The, the making of the iron, the atom bomb, and its effects on Japan and the Japanese. Whoa, your girl did not know. Okay, yep, yep. Your girl was like, "This feels like a." I was like. I don't, it's also just weird because all the promos are like the world will change, and I was like, I, mean, I thought that he was. I thought he was just being like the world's gonna change when y'all see this heat coming out of the movie screen. Like, uh-huh. Well, I probably that, that meant, too. No, it's gonna be the Barbie theater. Sorry, Greta Gerwig. I, she's she's taken something quite impressive here, and I I really think it's she's going to succeed. Nolan. Sure. Okay. Uh, Christopher okay. Nolan is a brand versus. Barbie Correct. versus it's also Barbie. a brand. Yeah, but the role that Barbies have played in young girls' lives. I this mean, isn't a, lot a of, kids' movie. Though. A lot of no, I know. Thank you, Sinkara, for telling me about my movie and my people. What <laughs> I what? Okay, sorry. Po- podcast pivot. <sighs> in this segment of Taylor and Sinkara are gonna fight, and you get to listen to it <laughs> this is my thing that i think is what's so interesting about barbie uh-huh. right uh-huh. i think it's really easy to tell a story of historic events right like it's kind it's like obviously like it can be difficult layered complexities you know what i mean like there are things you can yeah. do to really jazz it up but i'm like yep. when we get down to brass tacks like recounting a historic event and like making that mean something is quote unquote relatively easy. The thing that Barbie is tapping into that I think is harder to do, but based off of what everyone is talking about within the press cycle is it's tapping into a particular like feeling and life experience Mm -hmm. for a lot of people who played with Barbies where there is no story and that is the story. Yeah. And that's been something that like people have been doing since 1959, right? Like the effects of like the atomic bomb, like, yes, if you were like 
girl, the world did change because the atomic bomb was made and we was here and like in Japan and everyone's threatening. Like, I understand how like, yeah, sure. Like that is a thing. But I'm like, there is something also to me that like, I just find to be more like, if she does what I think she's going to do based off of the way that everyone is talking about it, which is like Mm -hmm. encapsulating like the universal experience of so many people who engage with one thing, but engage with it in their own unique way. I'm like, Mm -hmm. That's that to me is more impressive than Christopher Nolan's like being like, hi, I'm one of the greatest filmmakers of my generation. Cause I'm like, I, you're seeing uh, a vision. Nothing that you just said I disagreed with. So I'm, I'm I'm confused. I'm just saying that when we're talking about like these two movies, and I'm like, Greta Gerwig, it's gonna change things with Barbie. And you're like, it's Christopher Nolan. Like it's like it's like a neck and neck. I'm like, to me, I'm like, I don't know. I was just saying that box office wise. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Although, although I would say, okay, I think Barbie probably makes more money because I think the target demo for Barbie is wider. Yeah. Than Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer to me feels like it should have came out in October and Barbie feels like a summer movie. And but maybe Barbie's an Oscar movie. It might be. I think but it is. I think Barbie's more entertaining than than Oppenheimer can be because Oppenheimer to me is more like a like a biography piece and those right. are Oscar movies. Those are Oscar bait. And like this movie will bring out everyone. This is a more of a family movie. I don't know that it's a family movie. I think it is. I think it's a family comedy. Which, again, plays is a good thing for it, right? Because I think for the price tag that they made that movie, they're going to need it to make a lot of money. Let's see. The budget's only $100 million. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't feel that crazy to me. Maybe I, I don't know. $100 million dollars is a lot of money. Is it? Yes. <laughs> it's- I'm like, ah, I can't afford eggs in this economy. Are we sure that $100 million? I mean, there are some superhero movies that are made for 100 mil. Movies that cost. But the only reason why it's $100 million is because of the actors in it. It's got a lot of really big actors in it. Mm. So it's going to, for me, I feel like that movie can make 500 to 600 million. Now, is it going to make that? I don't know. But it has more of a chance of making that than I think Oppenheimer does. Yeah, well, because I also, I think that it's a thing that like, you know, not to turn into, what's that man's name? Pina, who played Aladdin in a live action. He was like, Mm -hmm. people rewatched our movie and that's why they, that's why we were able to break a billion (laughs) dollars. Little Mermaid won't do that. And I'm like, joke's on you, Black people are petty. And I almost bought a ticket to go see that movie in a state I don't even live in just to boost the numbers. Um, mm. But, <laughs> petty. Uh, you know, I just feel like... How much, should, how much does Oppenheimer cost to make? Probably around the same because he actually blew up an atom bomb to make it. Whoa. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's crazy, bro. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Oh yeah, a hundred million, a hundred mil. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna hold you. Robert Downey Jr. is not cheap. He ain't. Matt but Damon's Robert Downey not. Jr. is not the reason why that movie costs a hundred million dollars. 
it's all the practical effects because he was blowing shit up in New Mexico. Uh, salaries. Let's see. So Cillian Murphy. He made a uh, great actor, by the way. You like that? What's that show he did? Peaky fucking blinders. Oh, come on, babe. It's going to London, yeah? <laughs> it's ready. Uh, he made $10 million to do this. But he used to make $2.2 million for Peaky Blinders. Um, nice. The he's lowest... You'll be surprised to learn that he's the highest paid despite the presence of Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. Because he's the lead. Matt Damon. He's the one playing Oppenheimer. Is make, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Matt Damon is making $4 million. He downgraded his fee to work with Christopher Nolan. And then he also is also paying Robert Downey Jr. around $4 million. So now let's see. Cast, salary, Barbie, movie. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Okay. Yeah, that's not even that crazy. Twelve and a half a piece. For Ryan and Margot and Barbie. That's Barbie. Mm. A chunk of that went to the actors. You gotta pay them. Yeah. No, I, I listen, I'm team cut the checks. Um, Hell yeah. But I just was curious. Like I just was curious to see what also the an undercurrent of all this. Uh-huh. And I'm a huge I'm a Margot Robbie stan. Uh I am. Love breath. Okay. To to the point where I am one of the few I'm one of the nine people that thought Babylon was a masterpiece. Whoa. Mental illness. Loved Babylon. What did I you think, think of uh Amsterdam? I think Babylon's gonna it's gonna age so well. People are gonna be like, it's gonna be one of those movies, people are gonna watch it and they're gonna be like, why did we hate this? This is so like the undertones and the themes of that film are just oh my god. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about Babylon anymore. That was <laughs> 2022 me but what i was saying is she's kind of on a low streak of her movies making a lot of money because i had Mm -hmm. her pegged as like the next like superstar Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the next angelina jolie like those kinds of superstar women actresses especially because she can do action she can do drama she's a multifaceted actress and I'd like to see her get back into the positive cal- column. I think she's, let's see. Uh, she's had a couple duds. Okay, let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I'm like, Asteroid City is going to be a dud. Um, dud a Rooney. Yeah. But she loves doing stuff like that, though. She talks about how the reason why she can do a Barbie is because she'll go make the big movie so she can do stuff like her feels her what she wants to do right like amsterdam sucked yeah it really so did. bad i watched that it really did oh my god what a bad film it really <laughs> it really was not giving i said sweetie yeah. this was a choice and it was not the right one choice i we'll mean see. i feel like if we're just being honest like yeah looking at this looking at her uh filmography she's the it girl though we know like, she does, she has one good one and then she'll do like several chaotic choices. Does. So like Wolf of Wall Street in 2013, but then she did, excuse me, Z for Zachariah, Focus, 
Oh, Focus? I don't know if people liked that or not, actually. Yeah, it didn't. Um, it didn't make a lot of money. Okay. Uh, Sweet Francais. Never heard of that. The Big Short, but she played herself, so it doesn't count. Whiskey. Yeah, she was in there for like two seconds. Tango Foxtrot. Was that? Oh, that was not good. Woody Allen. No. That was not good. No. Okay. The Legend of Tarzan, Australian Psycho, Suicide Squad. People liked the first one. Oh, my bad. Second one was good. Okay. And that was 2016. But then in 2017, she did I, Tanya. Yep. So like 2013, she does Wolf of Wall Street and then everything bad, bad, bad. And then Wolf of, uh, and then 2017 is I, Tanya. And then Goodbye, Christopher Robin, Peter Rabbit, Flopsy, Turvy. I'm just like, girl, what are all of these? Okay. Terminal, Slaughterhouse Rules. Mary oh, I think Queen I heard of... Doppelganger in there. Who? Emma Mackey? Yeah, there's like 19 people who look the same, and I know that it's her. Margot Robbie and Emma Mackey, I swear, are sisters. Th- what was she in? I swear just... it down, mate. Down, down, down. What was Emma Mackey in that they were? Sex Education? Oh, no. There's this girl named Samara Weaving. She oh, I know looks her. just like Margot Robbie. They were both in yeah, Babylon. Sure. This is crazy. Um, <laughs> Babylon Ting! What a film! Okay. Well, nobody else said that. I got so. it on Blu-ray. I loved it so much. Why did you buy? <laughs> it was a Blu-ray player. Okay. I had to get the physical copy of that. Uh, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Not a bad idea. But needless to say, I'm excited for my girl. Uh, she's only 32, so soon to be 33. So, Margo? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, you know, there's She's the of, it girl. Yeah, there's Definitely plenty of, of time. I'm really excited to see Barbie and what it has to offer. I will not be watching Oppenheimer because uh, I just simply don't I'll let you care. know how it is. Please do. Uh, I told my mom I was so excited to see Barbie. My friends like, we're going to dress up. We're going to go. And my mom was like, you will be in Bermuda with me. So I don't know how you're going to see that. And I was like, ah! she was that. like, not you choosing me, Barbie over me. I was like, no, but you don't understand. You don't understand. This is <laughs> the story of my generation. Uh, but we've taken a, we've taken a major detour back to the max. And our final question, we talk about how the idol is idling. Um, what do you think the future of like new content is? Uh, do you? That's a great question. I think it um, for the app. I think for a while, it'll still operate as two brains. I think HBO is going to make HBO content. I don't think that's never going to go away. Which is why I was telling people they don't need to really worry. HBO's still going to have the HBO programming, the same team. That's making those those that content. That's not going to go away. It's just under another a new umbrella. I can speak less to Discovery, but I imagine the same thing. Like that programming team is going to keep making Ninety Day Fiance. Now, will there be some content that sort of like services both target demos? A hundred percent. I think there's going to be some Max Originals that sort of like cross pollinate the key is are those going to be hits if there's a couple of them that are like massive hits then the strategy's working then david zaslav was right hmm. 
I'm imagining like a future where they're just making things and they're not labeling oh. what, what team it's making yet. And I, I think that's down the line, though. Uh, yeah, I don't think that if it's they ever the, do that. I don't think it's the immediate future. Like it's not the next, you know, couple of months. Because the HBO people are going kicking and screaming. <laughs> this is true, but. He said what he said, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he, <laughs> this man has said that I'm going to do things, and then those are the things that get done, and then we all move on. Like, so I do think that in the future, we'll see some content that gets muddled. I think that we also might see um, something we didn't talk about, but, like, they've changed the, like, when you open up a page and you can see who's worked on something, they've changed the format of like who they give credit to. Um, it's like no longer like writers, it's like creators or something. And then they list out people that worked on the show. And mm -hmm. so I think we're going to start to see some more of that, right? Like the blending and oversimplifying of things, you know, as a means of like streamlining things, but also like a residual side effect of like, if we don't call them writers, we don't call them residuals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that those are probably going to be the two main things is like, maybe those are longer term, but streamlining for sure. And we're going to, um, maybe get to a point where we're making just content and it's not labeled. I could see that. One thing I mean, all in all, I'm rooting for it. So. Oh, wow. This is, this feels different. I am. I am because obviously I love HBO content, so I don't, I don't want the app to go away. Okay. This is, this was like a different tune then. What do you mean they're combining into one? You know what I mean? Like, that was you. I mean, it happened. So I gotta, now I can't, <laughs> I can't complain anymore. Yeah. It's oh, already done. Good for you. He said, let so it go. let's, let's move forward together. Come hand on, in positive. Hand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's on brand for Sankara, our positive king. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll have to circle back. Um, any updates on the writer strike that you want to share? We didn't do that at the top. Uh, strikers are striking. Um, the writers, by the way. It sounds like the directors reached a deal, so they're not going to be striking. But it sounds like the actors are going to strike. So. Okay. So we'll have to... <sighs> we'll, keep, we'll, keep, we'll keep pace on how that plays out. I mean, I'm serious. You might really start watching 90 Day Fiance because they're going to say not only are the girls not writing, they're not acting. So your choices right. are Kardashians or 90 Day Fiance. Ugh. And you're going to be like, 90 Day it is. And I'm going to be like, hey, hey, hey. So we'll Hopefully see you over here soon. Oh, it, it might. Just by the time. They're already they... pushing a ton of my shows a year, which I don't like. But and niggas got to get paid, apparently. So you be. You know, I, I keep, I'm just like, I've been watching more and more things that I wouldn't watch otherwise. So I'm just like, what else I got? Plus, I'm like, I'm going to get kicked off Netflix soon. So let's just go ahead and go out power through. Power through. Power through.